Hi, I'm Kristen Grant, and this is Improvements, a podcast where we learn all the ways we can improve our own happiness and quality of life. Look, life is short, and it's not promised either, so making the most of the time we have should be at the top of our list. If you've ever felt stuck, less than, uninspired, lost, or confused about what the heck you're doing, this podcast is for you. Throughout our time together, I'll give you the tips, tricks, and tools you need to turn your life into one that feels exciting, satisfying, and makes you proud. I'll teach you how to follow your intuition, make better decisions, build better habits, and ultimately take control of your own destiny. And you might be wondering, why did I create a podcast about this? Because I'm actively practicing these things in my own life, and I've had a lot of epiphanies that deserve to be shared. For nearly a decade, I've been obsessed with personal development, self-discovery, manifestation, and mindset change. I like to jokingly say that I have a degree in this stuff because that's truly what it feels like. I'm a wife, mom, sister, daughter, and friend who is tired of running the rat race and desperately yearn for more. More memories made with my family, more time to spend on projects I love, and more alignment with the person I always knew I was meant to become. Intuition, habits, drive, vision, and planning are just a few of the topics we cover. Now buckle up. It's time to make some improvements. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Improvements with me, Kristen Grant. Today, I wanted to talk about something pretty personal, pretty sensitive, and it's about mental health and particularly particularly um, suicide. It is, for me, a very triggering subject, but it's one that I think is very important. I'll tell you why it's triggering here in a second, but it, it's important that we talk about this stuff. Um, as of this recording... Uh, you probably heard it in the news, but Twitch or Stephen Twitch boss um, died by suicide and it was tragic. Um, it sent, I think, a shockwave amongst tons of people. Now, I didn't know Twitch that well. I honestly didn't really know who he was and it's a shame because from what I've learned about him, he was very loved. He was a very charismatic person and he loved life or at least that's how it was perceived on the outside. And so, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to talk about. And I might even struggle a little bit talking about it now, but again, I just feel like it's important to, to talk about it because, so many people struggle with their mental health and when it comes to you know wanting to when you when it comes to being in such a dark place that you feel like the only solution you have is to take your own life i mean that is scary and that is significant um now for me i find it very tough to talk about the subject. It's very triggering and it's one that I have a hard time with. Um, some people, when they have a loved one that dies by suicide, they turn things around and they, um, start educating others and being an activist and all these things, trying to educate other people about, uh, the warning signs of, of suicide and, 
um, all, all these, all these things. And they're fantastic humans. And for me, I feel like I went inward about five years ago. Uh, well, what's crazy, what's crazy is Twitch died on December 13, December 13, 2022, five years ago to the day on December 13, 2017, one of my best friends died by suicide and his name was Bryson and it was a day I will never forget. Um, so Bryson, to give you a little backstory, he wasn't just one of my best friends. He was actually my ex. Him and I were high school sweethearts and we dated in high school and college for seven years and we ended up breaking up right after I graduated college seemed like we were just kind of going our separate ways and he ended up breaking up with me and of course I had my heart broken and um, it was it was really tough and him and I didn't really talk for a long time naturally and I ended up meeting my now husband and, and dated him and got, I ended up getting married and everything. And during this time, my ex Bryson, he was really struggling with his mental health, which was at the time for me, it just seemed so bizarre because the Bryson I knew was a very happy go lucky person. And I never expected him to take his own life never in a a million years and when he did on December 13 2017 I got the phone call from his best friend and I was at work and I knew as soon as I saw his friend's name come up on my phone I knew something was wrong because his friend never calls me and I knew something was wrong And I stepped outside and he told me that Bryson died and that he took his own life. And immediately I just broke down. I had to leave work. I had to go home. I couldn't work the next day. Like it was, it was horrendous. I was newly married. I was only three months into my marriage. And so my brand new husband who had never met Bryson had to, had to deal with his new bride being horrifically depressed um over her ex who had died and I I know that that was really tough for my husband and he he really did just handle it with handle me with flying colors like I mean I just can't say enough good things about my husband and but um when Bryson died it 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 tore me to shreds and it has been really difficult to move past. I mean, you never move past it, right? But it has been difficult for me to um, to grieve. That grieving process has um, been up and down. And I was down for a very long time. And slowly, I feel like I started returning back to my normal self. But I think about him every single day, even still, and that's probably never going to change. He was a very, very important person in my life. And we had um, talked a little bit before 
he passed away, he had reached out and he wanted to be friends. And I talked to my husband, Peyton, and he was fine with it. Um, you know, he trusted me. He was all good. And so me and Bryson would kind of catch up. Um, we ended up having lunch and we, we went to lunch at this Mongolian restaurant that we used to go to when we dated. And that's the last time I've ever been to that restaurant. Um, it was the last time I ever saw Bryson alive. We were catching up. We were just kind of talking about life and everything. And in a way, I feel like it was his way of telling me goodbye. I didn't know it, of course, at the time. But looking back, I, I feel like that was his way of just making sure I was okay and saying his goodbyes. And whenever um, he eventually died, I mean, it was, it was just hor- horrible. And you live with guilt when you are a loved one of somebody who dies by suicide. You live with all this guilt, like what could I have done differently or what could I have said differently? And um, there are a lot of things I think about that could have been done differently. The day before Bryson died, he reached out to me asking to have lunch and I, I couldn't that day for whatever reason. And I told him, you know, rain check, let's, let's get lunch another day this week. And of course that never happened. And I always wonder like, what was he going to tell me? Was he in crisis? Like what would that have looked like? And I'll never know. And that's hard to live with. And, you know, it's, I'm coming from this. I just want to stop here for a second and come at this full disclosure. You know, I'm not a therapist, though I think therapy is fantastic. Um, But I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. Like, I am just coming from coming at this from the perspective of somebody who has lost a loved one by suicide. And, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult. It's difficult to talk about certain songs come up and, and I have a hard time getting through them. And it's just a really touchy subject. So whenever I heard about Twitch yesterday, uh, I, I couldn't really talk about it initially and I've taken a little bit of time to process it. And I just wanted to just kind of say a few things Now, for those of you out there who may listen to this and struggle with your mental health, I want you to know that your pain that you're feeling, it's the pain that you're feeling, you know, it's legitimate and I know that There is a reason for your pain, but I also believe that it's temporary. I do believe that there are times in our lives that warrant, you know, situational depression and mental health struggles, um, and those are based on the situation. You know, you might find yourself in a breakup or you're bankrupt or, you know, you lost somebody you loved. Situations like that definitely warrant 
depression and, you know, lack of motivation to go on, lack of will to go on, uh, those sort of situations and the severity can, can vary. Uh, right. But I think it all kind of depends on what's going on. Now, then there are other, you know, clinical long-term chronic depression and those situations definitely require or are, I mean, I'm encouraging any of those people who might suffer with long-term depression to definitely seek help from a doctor. Um, I believe that medication can be a good and necessary thing. You know, even if it's temporary, doesn't mean you have to be on medication forever. It could just be temporary while the season that you are in passes. And I also recommend therapy. Now, I have personally gone to therapy four different, uh, over the course of four different situations in my life, I had to go to several rounds of therapy for, for four different times in my life. Um, once was in college and the rest have been after college. Once, once was when Bryson died, I went to therapy for a while. Um, I've gone to therapy twice since then. And so therapy, it's really good to talk to somebody who is kind of an outsider and can kind of see things in a different way. Of course, they're trained to do that. And so they know how to pick up, how to pick up on nuances and things that you say and kind of dissect what you're going through. And they give you tools to help navigate those, um, help navigate and push through those tough times. And so therapy is definitely something I encourage all people who struggle with their mental health to go through, whether you're suicidal or not. Um, therapy can be a good thing to have, while, especially while you are going through a tough time, but it can also be good to just go to when you are having good times. There's nothing wrong with having a therapist just long-term just to maintain your level of satisfaction or happiness, your, you know, your mental health. And so whatever it is that you need to do to get help, I highly encourage you, I highly encourage you to do so. And there are some people out there who might feel like nothing can help. And for those people, I'm just so sorry that you feel that way. If that's you listening, um, if you're listening and you're struggled or sorry, you've, you're struggling with mental health, I want you to know that you are very, very loved and there are a lot of people out there that love you and that would miss you terribly if you were no longer on this earth. What's hard for me to realize is that aspect that Bryson didn't realize how much he would be missed or maybe he he did realize it but he thought the benefits of him not being around would be greater than that I suppose 
Bryson also, I didn't mention this part, but Bryson also had a young son who was less than a year old at the time. His son is now five and a half. And it's tragic to me when parents, now Twitch was a parent, when parents leave this earth by their own hand because they have children. And as a parent myself, it's hard for me to imagine being away permanently from my children and the life that they would have to live after that, knowing that their parent was no longer around. And so I, I feel deeply for Bryson's son. I feel deeply for Twitch's parent, uh, I almost said parents, Twitch's children. Well, and his parents, but I mean his whole family, but you know what I mean? Like his children have to now grow up and live with the fact that their father died by suicide. And I know that there are a lot of, there's a lot of stigma around mental health and around suicide. It's something that is difficult to talk about when somebody dies from cancer or something like that, or a car accident. It's talked about freely, usually openly, like this is what happened. But when somebody dies by suicide, it's more, um, I feel like it's it's more touchy, uh, more taboo. Like it just seems like it's more difficult to talk about, which is a shame because mental health is something that is so prominent. But it's hard to realize it because it's not something we can physically see. Like when somebody's dying from cancer, you can physically see it in their body. Their body is deteriorating. But when somebody is struggling with their mental health and they have suicidal thoughts, you can't see that. I mean, Twitch was a perfect example. You couldn't see the pain that he was going through on the outside. He made it look, he made it look like everything was completely fine. And so that's what's, that. that's one thing that's difficult about mental health as just the stigma around it and how difficult it is to talk about. Now, I, I encourage you to talk about it. If you have a friend out there who you know has struggled or is going through a hard time, reach out to them. Now would be a good time to reach out to them and see how they're doing. Um, ask them how have they been feeling? What have they been thinking about? You know, some of those questions. And it's not a bad thing to ask somebody, are you thinking about taking your life? You know, it's not a bad thing. You're not encouraging them in some way to do it by asking the question. They've, trust me, they, they've already thought about it plenty and it's, you're not encouraging them by asking the question. Um, it's important to ask the question and then realize what resources are out there. If they do say that they are struggling and need help. I know in the United States, it is 988 that you can dial or you can text. They have a texting option now, but you can dial it and uh, get help that way. Uh, if you are in crisis, you can call that number. Or if you are a loved one of somebody who is currently going through a crisis, then you can dial that number and you will reach out or you'll reach a counselor or a trained professional who will be able to walk you through next steps of what to do during that crisis situation. And of course, also call 911. Um, but do whatever you need to do 
to keep your loved one alive. Um, this topic is really tough for me to talk about, as you can probably hear in my voice. It's, um, it, it is just such a tragedy that this world lost another person to suicide because suicide, you know, it's one of those things that's, it's a preventable death. It's not like it was a freak accident or something like that. It's preventable. And it's really just um, one of those things that's just, it is hard to talk about. And I'm trying to be better about talking about it. It's it's weird for me that exactly five years after Bryson died, this story came out in the news about Twitch and I feel so much for his family and his friends because I I know how horrible it is. The day of Bryson's funeral, when I opened the door and I saw pictures of him on the table in the lobby of the funeral home, I almost couldn't stand it. I, I, I just barely opened the door. I saw the pictures and I let go of the door and I just lost my breath and I just started having tears flood my eyes. And then whenever I saw him, you know, at the funeral, lost it again and just broke down to my knees. And my husband had to pick me up and hold me. Like, truly, truly, that was probably the most traumatic time of my life and um the most horrific and it's just not something I wish on anybody um you know my heart just goes out to anyone listening whether you yourself are struggling or you are a loved one who is really concerned for somebody who is struggling or you're a loved one of somebody who did die by suicide my heart goes out to you and I just want you to know that you are loved if you are a loved one just know that you are doing everything you can to care for that person who is struggling you know make sure that you are reaching out and you're getting them the resources that they need And if you are struggling, just please know that you are loved in this pain that you're feeling. I know it seems so real, but please know that it's temporary. And I know that there are people out there who might not like that, who not might, might not like me saying that it's temporary. I know I've heard the disagreement out there before saying, oh, don't tell people that it's temporary, but it might not be for, this might not be the case for every single person out there who's ever um, considered ending their own life, but I, I would say probably for a a good percentage of those people out there, it is a situational, uh, situation. Um, you know, there's just something going on in their life at that moment that is causing the pain and it passes. Life goes on, whether you like it or not, life continues and, you know, life does, get better just because it's a hard time right now does not mean that it's a hard life 
I do know that there are people out there who truly do have a hard life and I want to acknowledge that. And so again, I just highly encourage therapy or, you know, support groups reaching out to that crisis line and just don't don't be afraid to to talk to somebody out loud about what's going on and please know that you are never a burden to your friends or family you are never a burden you are friends and family with these people for a reason and they love you and they would never want you to not be around with Bryson I never expected to live in a world where he didn't and he was 24 so he will forever be 24 and I have a a member in my family who has struggled with their mental health and it's it's scary it really is scary um to be this on this side of it and worry that you're not doing enough and reaching out and trying to support them the best that you can from afar and I don't know it's it's just one of those things that you know I'm I'm probably not even doing a good job now talking about it I'm probably just going in a tangent now um but this is this is a raw episode this is real um it is tough to talk about and it is triggering in some ways but you know I just wanted to kind of acknowledge what happened to Twitch and acknowledge that mental health is a serious epidemic like I know that during the pandemic um mental health situations like skyrocketed because people were at home they were lonely you know suicide rates went up exponentially like I I recognize that people lost their jobs like it was a horrible time for a lot of people people lost loved ones by from COVID you know like it was a tough time and it's one of those things that's just not talked about enough and I really think it's because you can't see it um I just finished watching um, Harry and Megan's new docuseries that came out on Netflix. I finished watching part two and she talks about mental health in it and she talks about how she really struggled and she considered ending her life and I don't know if you watched it I don't know how you feel about their story or the docuseries or anything but what I got out of it is somebody who, you know, really lacked support from from family, particularly Harry's family, and was having a ton of horrible things said about her. You know, rumors and, and media, all these things that weren't true in the tabloids, in the newspapers, and... Um, when I listened to the episode where she talks about how she considered ending her own life at one point in time, I mean, that was, uh, also hard for me to listen to. It's, it's hard for me to 
hear about somebody struggling because I know what the effects can be when or I can I know what the effects feel like for their loved ones and I so badly just want people to realize that they are loved and to me even saying it right now you might be listening and thinking oh that that doesn't sound like it has much weight to it and maybe it doesn't sound like it like you're loved but you really are and I hope you hear it in my voice the the pain that I've had to go through having a loved one die by suicide it would be really painful um for your friends and family to deal with the loss of you I mean, you are a special and unique human being and you were placed on this earth for a reason. And, you know, I just, I truly believe that you are here for a reason, for a purpose, and you have great things ahead of you. Whether you might see it right now or not, you have great things ahead of you and your story's not over, Okay. Your story's not over and there are ways to improve your situation and improve your life. And I fully believe that to my core, you know, if you are struggling mentally, you need to get help. There's just no, it's non-negotiable. Like you need to go and you need to get help. You need to reach out to somebody. You need to let somebody know how you're feeling that you're struggling and there are different um there are different things you can do um and you can have safe words with your friends and family you can have um scenarios with them if you you know if you tell them this is how i'm feeling i'm trying to look it up right now actually um I'm trying to look up the resource that I found the other day. Um, I'm trying to look it up. Sorry. I should have. Oh, man. I should have had it pulled up already. But uh, I'm going to find the resource. And I'm going to... Um, it in the show notes which once I find it the I found a really good resource one time that I think could help somebody struggling where it's basically a dialogue it gives you it gives you dialogue that you can use with your friends friends and family if you're struggling and it's a dialogue that you can use with your person who is struggling okay I, I actually i found it it's verywellmind.com so that's verywellmind.com and if you go to um their depression section there is a suicide section and there is an article that i found how to create a suicide safety plan and i highly encourage you to read that 
It's all about creating a plan um, when you need emergency help, when you have a friend that is suicidal, and then using that safety plan. And so highly encourage you to go out and um, look at that article. Let's see. Yeah, verywellmind.com forward slash suicide dash safety dash plan dash one zero six seven five two four. So I know that was kind of a lot um, for you to listen to on a podcast, but that um, link there will take you to that article that I found. And uh, I actually sent that to my uh loved one, my family member, um, who is struggling currently with their mental health. And, you know, I think it's good to come up with a plan where you can, you know, if you're, if you're feeling a certain way, there are things you can do, you know, oh, this is, this is a time, this is a moment where I need to reach out to somebody and then they know what to do for you. And so definitely check that out. Um, also, uh, I know I mentioned it earlier, 288, you can call uh, if you're in the United States. And so please, please, you know, you owe it to yourself to be here long enough to see it get better because it, it gets better. Okay. You, you know, your life all your life experiences have prepared you for today and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And it is a journey and you are on the journey of life and the journey's not over. Okay. You have not reached the destination. Okay. Life is a journey and it's meant to be just gone through continuously and so you owe it to yourself to get past this hard time and see yourself on the other side and see what you can accomplish and to see what you can do and to see how it gets better you owe it to yourself and I think that's really all I wanted to say it's just I acknowledge what happened and this comes from a person who has very real pain um, from somebody that she loved very much who died by suicide and still struggles with it five years later. Oh, I'm looking at the clock. It's 11-11 again. <laughs> I just looked at the time. It's 11-11. <sighs> I just love when that happens because to me, when I see angel numbers like that, it tells me that I am doing the right thing in that moment. And I, I truly think that this is my sign that I'm talking about this topic to you at this very moment for a reason and that I meant to do this. I am meant to talk to you about this topic right now in this moment. And so I just want you one more time. I just want to tell you again that you're loved. 
And please reach out when there are, when you're going through um, a crisis or even before you reach crisis level, let people know what you're feeling and do not feel guilty about it. Mental health is a very real thing and it needs to be talked about a lot more. And so, um, thank you again for tuning in to this episode. I know it was probably hard to listen to. I know it was probably, um, you know, it's, it's probably just, it's touchy. It's not easy. It's not lighthearted. It's heavy. I think that's the word I was looking for. It's heavy. And I get that. And I thank you for pushing through, powering through, and listening all the way (laughs) to this point in the episode. And so with that, I just wanted to to kind of share my story and talk about what happened because it is recent news right now. Um, It just happened, and it's what everybody's talking about right now. And so I felt like since I have this podcast and this podcast is about improving your life, that this was a topic that needed to be shared. And if I didn't, if you thought I didn't do a great job at it, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Or if you did, then great. I'm glad. Um, But however, whatever your thoughts are, I appreciate you listening and I hope that you got some good nuggets of information out of it. So until next time, Have a great morning, noon, or night, wherever you are in the world listening to this. And we will catch you on the next episode of Improvements. Take care.